Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to Serving Drinks. Presented by Page Journeys, they were not my Star Wars podcast. Okay, time for a review of episode four of The Bad Batch. Called Cornered. Uh, the, um, so the show, be, the episode begins with the Havoc Marauder being low on fuel and rations. Also, their ship signature is on the wanted list. So Tech says he can scramble their starship signature if they land. So they go to the planet Pantora. Pantora is referenced in the Clone Wars series. Uh, Baron Papanoida, the who at least at the well, the there was an episode involving the Pantorans who are blue-skinned aliens. And the chairman of Pantora was this really annoying mansplaining idiot who thankfully got his comeuppance and is replaced by Baron Papanoida as the ruler of Pantora. Now, why do I mention this? Baron Papanoida is was played by George Lucas in Revenge of the Sith. Just detailed. So we saw him animated in the Clone Wars series. Not voiced by George Lucas, but nonetheless modeled on George Lucas. And also there was Senator Tucci of Pantora, who of animated characters I kind of had a crush on. So anyhow, that, that's, that's not important. But nonetheless, it was cool to actually get to see the planet Pantora. Which is kind of like a very, you know, urban. Um, which is kind of cool. So anyhow, they, they land and... Uh, yeah, they have to ride the Celestin who owns it. And uh, someone comes up and turns out it's Fennec Shand who has been given a bounty on the head of Omega. Yep. Fennec Shand from The Mandalorian. Who was played in The Mandalorian by Ming-Na Wen. And is voiced in The Bad Batch by Ming-Na Wen. This is about 30 years prior uh, to that. Now, I'm just only going to talk about a couple of highlights in this episode. Instead of going through the whole thing. So, when the Bad Batch and Omega 
get out of the ship and go looking for what they need. They see a parade. Clone troopers parading. And I think it's like, well, what are they celebrating? And enters the end of the war. It's interesting to see. And I think it's important that there is a, they are celebrating the end of the war. Because at the moment, a lot of the citizens in the galaxy don't care who's in charge, whether it's the Empire, whether it's the Republic, the war's over. The Empire is promising peace and prosperity. Things are looking good at the moment, but uh, we all know where that's going to lead. But it's an interesting theme to notice. Okay, we're going to take a break to hear about our sponsor. When we come back, we will continue analyzing this episode. See you in a minute. Okay, we are back. All right. First off, tech and wrecker need to work together to repair the ship. And they make a funny duel. Because Wrecker is very, uh, very, you know, brute. Wrecker is very, just show me where to punch. He's not very, uh, he doesn't take time to think a lot. Tech is the thinker. So them working together is pretty funny. And then, um, when they go to this, this, uh, uh, Gosh, I'm trying to remember the alien species. This grand traitor, the grand of three eyes. It's funny, grand mistakes um, Echo for a droid, because Echo's wearing this disguise. Now, what they're doing is they're trading to get some credits. And so they trick the Gand. Gant, I'm sorry, the Grand, into thinking that Echo is indeed a droid. And, you know, do this weird little trade-off. And Echo gets put in the back room with these other droids. Well, Echo, more or less, leads a droid revolt. And the droids leave. And this introduces us to a couple of droids whose names I don't remember, but a particularly memorable little droid named Clink, who is an astromech droid, kind of like RTD2, except that he's been given arms and legs. Short little Robbie the Robot style arms and legs. And he's adorable, and he's hilarious. I think that in these animated series, know how to create these adorable characters. And even live action, you know, with Grogu. But, you know, now in Bad Batch, we've got Omega, we've got Gunky, we've got Clink. All these cute little characters. So that's really a fun little side plot. Um, Fennec Shand, um, basically trying to kidnap uh, Omega, 
And we really get to see Fennec Shan be brutal in this episode. She actually kills a lot of folks, even including some uh, police officers. She, you know, is taking on the Bad Batch and does pretty well, I'd say. But ultimately, Omega gets the better of her. Which I think earns some degree of respect from Fennec Shand. I don't think Fennec held any ill will toward any of them. But like a bounty hunter, we just meant to get her quarry. Just meant to get Omega. Now we don't know who is employing her to get Omega. Is it the Kaminoans? Is it Tarkin? Is it somebody else? We don't know. We also still don't really know why Omega is so valuable. And who or what she's even a clone of. Now, I would like to talk really quick because I have heard one or two people say they're getting impatient and they want the answers now. Well, you know what? Good things come to those who wait. And I'm going to say right now, Star Wars fans, are, some some fans, are becoming extremely impatient instead of taking time to enjoy the story presented to them. We will eventually find out why Omega is so important. But for right now, what matters more than that is how the characters relate to each other now. You know, the, the Bad Batch is willing to do what it takes to rescue Omega. They love each other. And she's part of the team. And that's what matters. So I'm not concerned. At all right now with getting all the answers. That doesn't matter to me because it'll come eventually. Now, what's interesting is Omega in this episode reminded me a bit of Ray. At the beginning, where they were deciding where to go and they decided to go to, to Pantora, Omega's very excited. She's like, Pantora, it is. Um, And she's not been out. She's not gotten to experience the galaxy. You know, they haven't gotten that opportunity. She hasn't gotten that opportunity. It's definitely something that... <laughs> really reminding me of Ray and that Omega is now getting to experience the galaxy and Omega is not very well versed in the ways of the world so to speak or the ways of the galaxy so she gets the opportunity to really get out there and see the danger and the fun and the excitement that's out there. So this is a very interesting episode in that regard.
The Bad Batch managed to get their shit taken care of and they get away. And Fennec Shand reports to whoever ordered the bounty that they got away. So, I assume we'll see more of um, Fennec at some point. Also, since the Bad Batch are now repaired, repaired, resupplied, and um, recalibrated their ship's signature, I imagine that the next episode they'll finally get to go where they want to go. And we'll see where their adventure leads them. I really enjoyed this episode. I really do. I'm in no hurry. We got 16 episodes at least this season. I think some fans are impatient because they're used to the shortness of The Mandalorian in terms of number of episodes. The same with the Marvel shows. I think now with the longer series, fans need to exercise more patience. And I'm not... I mean, am I impatient? Sure I am. But I'm going to enjoy the ride for what it is. And I really like this. And we'll get the answers eventually. I know it. And... I enjoy what we got, and we'll see where the adventure leads. So those are my thoughts on episode four, Cornered. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think is going to happen next. My name is Brendan Marr, that noisy hearing side ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to Serving Drinks. Presented by Page Journeys, they were not a Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.